Vera Payne. Francis Mercier is not only a DJ producer, but he is also the founder of Deep Roots Records. This label focuses on deep house, Afro house, and electro pop music. The label has a diverse international roster of artists and has released music from well-known house music legends like Roland Clark and Rowetta, as well as some up-and-coming stars. Francis Mercier joins me to talk about his career, music, and latest projects. Thanks for joining me, Francis. Thank you. So tell me, how long have you been a DJ? It's been a long journey, about 15 years. Looking back, it's been 15 years, yeah. Wow, 15 years. Did you start when you were in high school or college then? When I just moved to the States, when I just started college, around my freshman year, I had a chance to see Tiesto, Armin Van Buren live. Back then, it was like the big trance days. And that really drew me in, and I got my first pair of equipment. And from there, I started playing like college parties. And it's it's been history since. Your first piece of equipment. Do you still have it? I'm just curious. No, not at all. I actually sold my turntables, which was a mistake back in, I think it was 2008, because I wanted to get, you know, a new computer and I wanted to get like Serato and like kind of move to the digital world. I completely changed setup. Nowadays, you know, I play mainly with uh, CDJs, so it's kind of pointless to have equipment, if that makes sense. No, it does make sense, but I still get nostalgic of keeping a lot of my old devices because. I don't know why. I think to myself, maybe it'll be useful or, you know, maybe I'll pull it out and I'll just try something different using, you know, something older. But I try not to sell any of my old stuff just because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was a mistake. I think it was a mistake because, you know, a turntables turned out to be like quite valuable nowadays because they don't make them anymore, the techniques. So I had techniques back in the day and I sold them for not, not a lot just to get myself a MacBook and, and a Serato sound card. Because that's what was trending back then. Yeah. And yeah, since since it's been it's been a big change. You know, I obviously moved from Serato to now uh, USBs, but nowadays with all my touring schedule, you know, I don't really have to bring equipment to, to gigs anymore. I just have equipment. I, I dispose of all the clubs or wherever I want to perform. I just hit up my friends who have equipment and whatnot. And that's some of the fun part about it. But as a producer, do you ever? Think to yourself, I want to bring my own equipment just because you're familiar with it? Not really. I, I do play with a Moog. I do have a Moog at home, but most of my production is digital, to be honest with you. It's in the box. It's, it's through Ableton. You know, I really work with Diva. I work with most plugins are like sufficient to do the job for me. What would you consider to be your production style then? Oh, my production style, I would describe it as a mixture of, of house, a mixture of afro, a mixture of deep. It's definitely electronic, right? It's definitely electronic and it's definitely dense. Very catered to you know, a good bass line, having a good rhythm. That's probably the most important thing. And to, to embellish it, we, we make sure that I make sure that, you know, there's a lot of emotion, whether it be from the vocals or like the chord progression or the musical composition. Now, what I find interesting about you is like your history. You started off two turntables and a microphone and now you have your own label. The transition from that to here, how does that feel? Uh, it feels good. It's been like a long time coming. I first started, you know, just as a simple DJ, then moved to, you know, kind of having my own collective, my own series of showcases that I was producing. And from there, I said, okay, you know what, I wanted to get to the next level, produce my own music, release other music. And it kind of escalated. Nowadays, I actually have four record labels under Deep Root Records. We have Deep Root Tribe, Deep Root Underground, Win and uh, of course, Deep 
records, which is our main imprint. So we, we have like a different sound for each of the imprints. Well, what's the meaning behind all four label names? Well, Deeper Tribe, obviously, tribe, it gives you the sense of community. It gives you connotation to Africa, to uh, Central America and whatnot. Like the tribe, you think of, of ethnic groups and whatnot. So that's obviously related to Afro House. That's an Afro House imprint. Deeper Underground, we try to keep it not necessarily commercial composition. We try to focus on, on what's trending in the underground space. What's we, we try not to sign records that are necessarily going to be a big success. We try to make it, you know, based on our on our love and passion for the music, right? So the the Deep Root Underground imprint we release a lot of melodic, deep, darker kind of tracks. Deep Root Records it started off as a classic house and tech house imprint, and nowadays, you know, that's what it's specializing in. And then we have Win Records, which is our imprint for more commercial compositions, like more like pop records and whatnot. Well, that's pretty cool. Everybody has their own category. But let's say you have an artist who is a little bit of everything. How would you know where to put them in? Well, it's all contingent on the composition. You know, as a record label, each of the brands, at least from a fan base standpoint, they know what they're getting, right? When we try to organize a showcase, let's say we do like a deeper tribe showcase, the customers, the fans, they know what they're going to be getting. When they see a song cover and they see, okay, this is deeper tribe, they know they're going to get a kind of music, right? The same way you have labels like Defected, like Tool Room, you're not going to be, you know what to expect, you know? They're not gonna, there's not going to be any surprises. So it's, it's important to have some sort of continuity as a record label, as an artist, you can, of course, have a lot of variety. You know, you should not box yourself into a specific genre. That's one of the reasons why I think I, I gained some, some sort of credibility and some sort of success over the years. But as a record label, we try to keep a unique kind of sound. And if we have an artist that wants to release a different kind of music, you know, we can work with them. And that's the beauty of my imprint being a very diverse because we can welcome any kind of artist regardless of their sound. I like that. It sounds like you guys support your artists a lot. You want them to succeed very much. Is there anything else you do in particular for people? Yeah, absolutely. One of the most important aspects, which I think helps us stand out, is we have a very active event planning department. So we put on a lot of shows, and a lot of showcases. So what happens is, you know, typically most artists that release with us, they get to perform you know, for us at some point throughout the year. We produce, I would say, 50 to 100 shows, depending on the year. I mean, this year is very busy. The COVID years is a bit slower because we had some interruption with restrictions and whatnot. But we're known to, and actually that, that was like the initial mission of Deep Records. It was mainly a collective to put on shows. So it gives the artists the capacity to not only release, but to actually be able to perform their music, to see a real crowd reaction, if that makes sense. You really know what you're doing when it comes to running a label. Did you come across any difficulties that you didn't expect, though? Absolutely. Over the years, you know, we have to learn the trade to create relevance, to sign good artists. We had to jump some hoops. It's been a bumpy road. But, you know, we've been able to develop um, a whole lot and 
every every single experience, no matter how challenging it was, it was a learning uh, experience. And uh, today we're able to take all of these learning experiences and kind of apply them to actually have successful record labels that are not only releasing records, we're able to give artists a platform to perform. And also, but you know, in some instances, we also have a very active second licensing department. So we've been able to place quite a few of our compositions in TV shows, commercials and whatnot. Wow, man. Sounds like you really love helping other DJs, helping bringing them up, showcasing what they can do for the community. Um, when do you have time for your own projects, though? Um, thankfully, I have a big team with me. You know, I, I do. We do have like very good team members. I do have a co-founder who, who, who co-founded the label with me. His name is Jamu Kambon. You know, it's it's a fine line. It's, I can say it's very challenging because you you want to give back to the community. You want to support other artists. It's challenging to create time for my own projects, but um, I do my best. I, I try to stick to a very tight schedule, and I try to produce while I'm in the plane, while I'm traveling, whenever I have a free minute to myself, you know, late at night. Especially especially nowadays with shows, you know, I'm traveling different continents almost every weekend. Last weekend I was playing in Africa, in Europe, in North America. This coming weekend it's gonna be in Europe. The weekend after is gonna be North America. So it's like back and forth. Different time zones, different countries, different cities. So it's definitely a challenge, but I can say, you know, part of my success I owe it to all of the artists we work with who I'm able to represent their music, collaborate with them and whatnot. Now, I want you to talk a, a little bit about that new track you brought out. I can't say the name. I feel like I'm going to butcher it. Could you say it for me? Which is Ayubobo? There you go. That's it. <laughs> Ayubobo? Is that how you say it? Yeah, correct. Ayubobo. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a kind of a mixed uh, meaning. I would say literally it would probably be Alleluia. But it's also a cry for hope, if that makes sense. That's beautiful. It's That's not necessarily, it's, yeah, it's not necessarily religious per se, but it's just like a, a request for hope, if that makes sense.
did the inspiration come for this track? Oh, this is a composition that is in collaboration with a Haitian vocalist that was introduced to me by my mother. She's like kind of funny, but I, I think she was really talented and we wanted to do something that really was about and focused on Haiti, which is, a, you know, my home country and also her home country. I was working with Night Freak on this, on this beat. We tried a few different vocalists and I was like, listen, man, wh why don't we try to like go back to the roots? Let me try to do something original, different. Let's try to put like a Haitian Creole vocal on it. And I, we were like, you know, what's like a, an important topic to speak about? And in reality, you know, for Haiti and for Haitians in general, hope is something that's very much relevant and important. So that's why we decided to call the track Haibobo and to compose a record, which is basically a plea for social justice, for improvement and a better future for our country. Oh, that's awesome. So what are your plans for the remainder of this year? Uh, that's difficult to predict because we're getting booking requests almost every every day. So I just secured performances in Beirut and Giza and Mykonos, North Africa and Casablanca, all over Europe, as well as I just secured, we just confirmed a show in, in Los Angeles. So it's going to be a lot of travels. I think, you know, for the next few months up until like mid-fall, I'm going to really focus on bringing my sound to the masses on a global scale, you know, kind of be the ambassador of my music in the best way, not just via streaming and radio plays, but actually being able to perform my tracks in person. Does that make sense? Not big shows. Well, Francis, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can they find more information about you and your label? Well, they can look us up. My artist's name is Francis Mercier. As for my label, it's called Deep Fruit Records. You know, we're on Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Also Spotify, obviously. You just have to, you can just type in Francis Mercier or check for Deep Root and you'll see all the playlists with all of the composition. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening.